0: hello welcome back again to the vino podcast you are chilling with and i'm back yet again with an interesting topic on um, financial education so i would like to just go straight into the topic for today but what I would like to do first is just to catch up on the last episode what really we're talking about. So basically in my previous episode I was talking about financial education. Why is it important? Why do we need it? And how does it affect our decision making? And then My last question that I closed the episode with was what goes through your mind when you are asked to buy something? I have a statement that says, I can't afford this, I can't afford it. So what the statement does is that it puts a full stop to everything. When someone asks you to buy something, it shares be it shares be it whatever when you say i can't afford it you are done you know and then we have another one which is now a question the question is how can i afford it so with this one it puts your brain to work it challenges you it makes you want to come up with ways as to how can you afford something so i asked Ugu team, how do you handle such questions? And I asked that we need to change our minds with regard to how we handle money. So I asked Ugu team, let's start asking ourselves the question of how can I afford? How can I afford things besides me having to work then being paid? Right? so today um the topic is basically the preparation we are preparing our minds we are preparing ourselves to learn about financial education right so now we need to know that the brain is like a computer that we use to find ways to make money so that's why in in the previous question i said that we have to ask we have to ask ourselves, <laughs> yeah, English. We have to ask ourselves, ne, Ute, how can I, so that the brain, which is the computer, is then put to work to find the ways to make money, right? And uh, the brain is a muscle that we have to exercise in order to flex. Um, our brains, are muscles. A muscles that we have to put um, effort, we have to put energy to exercise those muscles, so that we can flex, so that we can come up with ideas. And as we know that to be healthy, we have to have a proper physical exercise. So when we look at the physical aspects of things, for you to get a six pack, for you to get you know toned muscles. You have to have proper physical exercise, and so it is with our wealth. We have to have a proper mental exercise. So mental exercise it means you are reading books, you are attending seminars, you are listening to you know such podcasts. So you are putting an exercise to the brain, right? So most of us are a democratic. Era, And when it was handed to us, really, the democracy, when it was handed to us, we were promised to receive everything at no cost. And we know that in South Africa, when you say something is free, you are talking to us. So now, we are born into a system of free everything. When growing up, you know, we have Sasa grants, it is handed to us. So, we, we are never... We, we were never afforded the opportunity to use our minds so that we can find ways to make an income for ourselves. Yes, we are trained to go to school, work, then get paid. But, you know, that is the program that was given to us. That's how we were programmed. We were never really given the chance. I wouldn't really say we were never given, just that. We we were never exposed, yeah, because the previous generation was never exposed, so one they were teaching us what they know, yeah, so there was never a way my mom could teach me how to make money if she, if she herself does not know yeah, what she knows is working then getting paid. So even what she tells me is that go to work so that you can get paid. Right? But one should not blame us for being so entitled. Like I said that you know the previous generation was taught like that. So now we are also being taught to think in that way that we have to work, then get paid. But now where do this lead? Where are we going? With this mentality of we have to work, then get paid, then that's when we can start affording things. Where is that leading us? Because if we look at the current unemployment rate, it is very high. Actually, it is the highest, I think, in the world. You know? So now, unemployment rate is going up. And we are still thinking the way we were thinking 10 years back. So where does this lead us? That's the question. We need to sit, reflect and really think. Where are we heading as people? Does this mean we're gonna have more debt? Because we we will tend to go borrow money so that we can meet our basic needs. But then, when you, when we when you think about it, you go borrow money to buy bread, how are you going to pay back the money with extra money which is interest? so the thinking really has to change somehow somewhat, there's something that we have to do and personally I don't think that the country will ever recover until we do something and what is that something that we can do as young people don't know but with financial education we will learn how to think we will learn how to make better financial education because when you look at it here in south africa to be specific we have child grants we have old age grants Uh, we have this grant now because of the pandemic So, we have no sense of financial independence, whatsoever. The question is, where does this lead us? Where are we going with this thing, of being financially dependent on the government? And that's what we know. We know that the government is going to take care of us. Yeah, the government is giving us three futures, we that we want more. And it's said And again, you know, there is, there is um there is a debate right now with the policymakers that they want to make uh, this district grant permanent. And we know the pressures that it will put on the treasury, but that's not what I'm, um, <laughs> I want to get into. That's politics of which we need to know, but it's not something that I'm going to get into at this moment. So, with financial education, we can start to change. We can change our minds, firstly, and we can try to adjust and offload the weight on the government. You see, when you you start thinking differently when it comes to money, you find ways not to be dependent on the government. And of which, that's good for everyone. It's good for you and it's good for the government. Right? So, um, financial education comes with teaching one not only how to write a CV to be employed. But... It teaches one to do business plans, business proposals, and investment plans. You know, these things that I've mentioned business plans, business proposals, and investment uh, plans. I would say out of 10, only one person can do these things. One person out of 10 is able to drop plan planned to start a business or to invest and it is not something that we get with you know our formal our formal education system we're not getting that but with financial education we are guaranteed that we will learn how to do these things so that we can handle our money better so imagine if You were taught the importance of investment in business and the impact that it has on our economy. When you were young, then being told that if you don't study hard, you will not get a job, then you will end up at nothing. So imagine if these things you were taught earlier on, the impact and the change that you would have seen in your life, in your family, in your surroundings, in your environment. So, we need to learn, we need to change, and we need to, we need to adjust. I mean, imagine the businesses we would have started and how much we would have contributed to the economy if these things were taught. But at this moment, we are all looking for jobs. We are all looking for employment. And of which not all of us will be employed. Because most of us are not educated. Most of us are dropouts. So basically there are a lot of factors that contribute to um, unemployment. Right? And hmm, when thinking about this, It really makes me sad because I remember back in high school, we used to have people that, you know, were passionate about business. They were selling sweets, you know, they were selling ice, ice cream, the things that, you know, we needed when we were still at school. Imagine if those people were given an opportunity to learn about how to start a business and employ people. Just imagine, because you know these people that I'm talking about, some of them did not finish school and still they know nothing about business. So imagine if we have a program in the school that um, is able to identify a potential of someone starting their own business you know the impact that their problems would have because now it is, it is very sad to see those people walking in the street not knowing what to do because they're not working and in their minds is that they have to work then get paid then they can have money But in them, there is that spirit of starting businesses. Just that they don't have the information. They don't have the knowledge as to how to do that. It is is sad for me. Very sad. So, I think we need to do away with always thinking that money doesn't matter. You know... You know how, when we are broke, if we we are broke, (laughs) but you know how most people like to say, money doesn't matter. You know, they never want to learn about money because they say, money doesn't matter. You know, money does not buy happiness. They can live without money. But really guys, money is like, oil. It is the thing that makes things to be done. <laughs> yes, money makes the things to be done. Right? So now when we say that money does not matter, really, it means that there's something wrong with our thinking if, if we still think that money does not matter. In this age, no. So we also find people that always say that they're not interested in money. You know? Find, okay, I remember um, at school I was doing accounting yeah? and there was a guy who asked me why I was doing accounting. And I said, no, I love accounting because of the numbers and the money that we will be counting when we are working. And the person was like, no, yeah, nah, he does not understand why we should learn to be counting other people's money and so, you know, he's not interested in money so he's not going to take accounting so he's doing something else. But I'm just asking myself where that person is today. Doesn't he need money? because he said he was not interested in money. Come on. I, like I feel that when people say this man what they really mean is that they have no idea. they have no information. have no clue about money but they want it (laughs) you know because the fact for the fact that the person said that yeah now he does not want to be counting other people's money okay what if now i took accounting so that i can count my money you get me so (laughs) so really people have no idea people have no idea they don't have that relationship with money and I want this podcast to change people's minds and them being interested in money, right? And um, we also need to, m- to learn that one can have a significant amount of money, but they'll be poor. So the people that say they're not interested in money, you know, some of them don't know how to handle money so with financial education it teaches you to work with the little that you have that's why i'm saying that people, someone yeah like someone can have a significant amount of money but they can still be poor ne? we can make an example of the people that we see on iblades those people get millions, but they end up poor, right? So, it just shows their lack of knowledge uh, concerning money. Ne? So, now, this is, this is, this is um, very important because our actions and our thoughts about and towards money can make us and they can break us. So, we need to prepare ourselves to learn about money. Ne? One can earn hundreds of thousands, but be broke in the middle of the month. Why? Because of our actions and our thoughts towards the money. Right? So, now, you can ask yourself, why is that? Why is it that you can have a person that earns... I'll make an example, let's say 50,000 a month but in the middle of the month the person is broke. I think the mindset is screwed up <laughs> because once the person or rather once the money gets into the person's account. Yeah, Number one, we have debit orders left, right, and center in an hour. Half of the money is gone. Then we have the daily expenses, which is fuel if you're driving or transport money if you're not driving. We have grocery. We have to buy data. We have to buy egg time. You have to eat lunch. are working, obviously. And lifestyle. Come on. I mean, you can't be earning 50000 a month and not have the lifestyle. You know? So, the actions and the thoughts towards money can break make us. Right? So... We just have all this other unnecessary spending. There are other things that are very basic that we can live with. And there are other things that we can live without. For a moment, for for a very brief moment, or period, we can deny ourselves certain things so that we can learn how to use money better. And then when we are now having our salary and passive income, then we can start enjoying those things again. Right? So now, um, we need to engrave in our mind that money is a form of power. Number one. Money is a form of power. You have it then you have power. But without financial education, you really cannot fully use the power. For example, I would say, when you have money but not have financial education, it's like you have a gun without a bullet. So there's nothing much that you can do with a gun if it does not have. right so financial education is the bullet in the gun yes and um, this is very possible it's only we we welcome the change and we tell our minds that okay you know what I am going to start learning about money you know And we stop being ignorant I mean We all want to be rich I want to be rich (laughs) Okay So like we all want money But we don't understand The game of money Yes In every game there are rules And We do not know Those of money Period Period. We do not know the rule of money. And I'm going to teach a few nuggets that will be a foundation of this rule. So now, the first nugget, it 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 is the same with the program that we have been given. Study hard, get good grades and then get a, a job that pays better, that has benefits. Yeah. So, when I mean the same is that this first nugget will change your mind as to, okay, this is not how I should be thinking. Right. So, there is making money and there is working for money. That is my first thing. The difference here determines whether you are poor or you are rich. I have been taught to go to school then get a good paying job. And all my life I was programmed to work for money. I was taught to be physically there, perform some duties and then be compensated. So it's a thing of it is the program that you know we know that's how we are programmed. Be physically there, perform some duties, then be compensated. But now there is a flip side to that, which is making money. And this I was never taught. To me, It sounded like a complex thing to do. However, here you offer something that is of value, then you get paid. Sometimes you put down money for a certain period, and then you get more. And then here, you need not be physically there, or be there for certain hours of a day. But what you do is that you add value, then you get paid. So, in short, money is made, not labored for through and through. That is the number one skill of money. Is that you don't have to sweat every day and be paid, but you come with ways. We make the money. That's where financial education is about. It's the making of the money. The changing of the mindset. But now the question is, how do we make that money? Do we counterfeit it like how Robert and Mike did in the Rich Dad for Dad uh, book? Because, okay, we know that we can't do that in South Africa. Since only the royal mint is allowed to print money. If we try something like that, we will be arrested. If we counterfeit money. So now, how do we make money? How do we do that? So, when we shift from the mindset of working... For money to making money we are crossing to another world where self-pity and fear need to be rid of Here, you have to be out of your comfort zone you have to take risks you have to work as much hard because it in, in my previous episode, I talked about the risk level. You see, when you're working, there's not much risk. You go to work, come back, get paid. But if you're a shareholder, if you're a business owner, if you're an investor, the risk level is much higher than when you're working. So we need to adjust that level a little bit. So that we can learn how to make money. And, you know, I just want to make a disclaimer that I will not be telling you that, okay, do this and this and this and this. But I will be giving you a picture on the possibilities that you can come up with when you change your mind about money right and like i said in 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 this side no one is going to put in the work for you but you like here you have to be mentally engaged and physically because when you are working we wake up and we go there we work we come back but with the making of the money you have to think of ways on making money so you have to exercise your mind constantly yes and what I mean about mentally about being mentally engaged is that one has to do some more thinking you have to think more it's just crazy how you know a person can go a day without thinking it's just funny but that one is a fact it's funny how most of us are afraid of our own thoughts i can prove this to you can you stay more than 10 minutes in your room or wherever with no music with no tv on With no radio, no cell phone. Like, nothing. You are there, you are seated. You are just alone. I doubt you can Because the moment you eliminate all these other things, you then start hearing your own thoughts. And to some people, that is scary. So now we need to learn to not always take things in, because with music, TV, phones, we are taking things in, we are consuming things, but when you sit down and you think, that's when you are thinking from from your inside, you know, you start coming up with these ideas, you start thinking differently, You start listening to that inner voice. But to most people, that is scary. So, learn about money. And for us to do that, we need to quiet the noise and unlearn all the nonsense that we learn. We need to clear our minds. So when you're doing um, more thinking. You are clearing your mind, and you pave a way to learn. To to that you are cleaning, and then you will be taking more information in. But when when you're always listening to music, you're watching TV TV programs where people are being killed, and you know. They are conspiring to kill someone. You know, these TV shows that we watch every day. We don't need that. We need to read ourselves of that. We need to be quiet in our thinking. And this is the part where emotional intelligence plays a role. We need to... Not act on the emotions of fear because um, you know that every time you listen to the news on TV with, or on radio or when you're reading them on your phone, there is just fear that is inflicted, or they're just telling you all this bad news that or things that are going on around you that are bad and in that way they are inflicting fear and when you when you are scared you are prone to manipulation you will be easily controlled because you are in fear so now we need to be emotionally strong also. But, again, when we stop doing, you know, the things that we we always do, like the TV, the radios, and all that, we will think of best ways to come up with solutions. There's a saying that insanity is doing the same thing, but expecting different results. You continue watching that show. You know, you're always on Facebook. Lord knows what you're doing On the time. You're always listening to this one playlist. How are you going to come up with something new if you're always doing those things? Right? So, still on that topic of emotional intelligence, Robert talks about two important emotions that Tend to control how we do things number one i've already touched on which is fear we are always in the fear of the unknown like we fear being without money we fear not working basically we fear everything and one cannot blame us because every time we switch on the tv or the radio, some fear is being inflicted in us by by the by the news that we receive. Right? And the second emotion is greed. We never get enough of what we have, and we always want more. So we need to be able to handle those emotions. Um, what we do is that we tend to make decisions. Based on this emotion, but you, know, Robert, on 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 this topic name, he teaches the boys that we need to be able to control our emotions. You control firstly the emotions by that which causes the emotions, the TV's. The whatever the whatever you know you tend you, you you have to control them that okay you're no longer going to watch the tv uh tv program you're no longer going to um follow the certain person because this person is always talking about who killed who who died and all that you know that's how you you gain control Robert says that emotions must not think us, but we must think using our emotions. Emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence people, that's where it comes in. But then now you can ask what does this have to do with financial education? Controlling your emotions helps you make better decisions with money. Because when you have money, um, what you buy is determined by how you feel. Because we have people who buy on your know, impulses. So... When you are not angry, are uh, not angry, when you are not in fear, there are certain things that you will not do with your money. Right? So also when you are being controlled by greed, there are certain decisions you won't take with your money. Right? So now we know that 80% of people into their jobs, And yet, they spend most of their time there. We are only happy. <laughs> we are only happy at the end of the month. Because that's when you get paid. You see? So, we made decisions based on these things. On these emotions. That during the month, ish, don't have money. So, this is not going to buy. Month end, oh, you're excited, didn't we? you know. You're going to buy certain things, so that's why that's why I asked ask you, what does this uh, emotional intelligence has to do with financial education? It's because of the decisions we make. You know how we feel. Tend to influence what we buy. Next. But we get angry because our problems need money and we don't have money. Well, we have, but we don't have enough. So we are frustrated and we are longing for money. Then our anger prevents us from having a clear clear mind and to think on how we can better handle our finances. Um... (laughs) It's just crazy, guys. How we have money, but it's not the money is not able to cover everything. So you want this, but okay, we are left with two thousand. So you must see which one you will get. So now we are frustrated. You know, <laughs> it's just crazy how our emo- our emotions, you know, uh, influence our decisions. Yes. Um, I would say, like when we get money, we stress first about it not covering all of our needs and expectations. So what we do is that we never take the time to clearly think as how can I learn to control my emotions. Or when you get paid. We never think about what okay, My problem we need five thousand and I have three thousand. How can I? We never do that. What we do is we just run to spend the three thousand. Right? So when you are able to sit down and hear this thing, we can come up with a solution to cover that 2000 that you don't have. There's, there's this quote that I really like from Robert P. He says, Money without financial intelligence is money gone soon. When you have money, but you're not financially literate, the money is gone. Again, I'm going to make an example of I blow it. People get millions, man." But because they are financially illiterate, the money is gone. In a year, the money is gone. So, money without financial intelligence is money gone soon. We need to learn that in the game of money, it is more about what you keep than what you get. Hey, let's let that sink in for a moment. It is more about what you keep than what you get. You can receive 3 million today. Come December, you are left with nothing. So it is not about the 3 million that you get. But it is about what you keep. What you do with the money so that you can still have money. So I would make an example, ne? you can get paid 30000 a month and be left with less than 5000 after 3 weeks. This is a sign that you are doing poorly even though you are being paid enough. So it is not about what you get but how much you keep. So financial in- education. And elevate financial intelligence So financial education is not about the money, but it is about your thinking about money. Yes. So I would like to end today's episode on a question, and the question is: What goes through your mind when you get money? get paid what goes through your mind you're thinking oh expensive your lifestyle all oh, this what goes through your mind when someone gives you money I don't know who the person is that gives you money but if someone gives you money what goes through your mind so I want you to sit meditating on this question and reflect on how you have been thinking about money and how you have been acting when you have money and how you have been feeling whenever you have money, right? So, thank you for tuning in. You know, I hope you learned a lot because this was a very interesting episode for me. And I hope that you change your mind. I hope that you learn to control your emotions. Right? And yes, this is the end of uh, today's episode. So I'll see you yet again on my next episode. And yeah, on the next episode, you have yourself a calculator and a paper and a pen. Because we will be working with numbers. Yes. Thank you.